Uh, hey folks, Nero here. So, uh, for whatever reason, my mic was acting kind of weird for this recording. Uh, so as a result, I sound kind of like I've, I'm recording at the bottom of a, of a pickle barrel, which is underneath an entire swimming pool's worth of water. Uh, I, I, I tried my best to try and mitigate and fix some stuff, but it's still going to sound kind of weird. Uh, sorry, hopefully it's uh, dealt with by next week. Two trucks having sex. Two trucks having sex. My muscles, my muscles involuntarily flex. Two trucks having sex. Two trucks having sex. My muscles, my muscles involuntarily flex. Two pickup trucks making love. American made. Listen up. Auto thoughts and Decepticlowns, you are listening to Prime Cuts, a non-linear history of the Transformers franchise on television. I'm one of your hosts, Nero. And I'm your other host, Audrey. Don't you just hate it? One of your exes rolls into town for no other reason other than to just cause drama? Mm, I don't know, that's a weird power dynamic. <laughs> It I'm is kind of weird. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I like the idea of these two in a relationship. Don't you hate it when your ex holds your annoying new coworker at gunpoint several times, and also blows up an abandoned factory? I th- I think this is a very relatable happening. Yeah, and drives your your new coworker off a cliff several times. Several times. Hey, <laughs> sideswiped him. Ba da ba ba da ba. Hey. Yeah. We watched three episodes this week, folks. Um, because, guess what? We've got the first official two-parter. That's right, yeah. It's and the only, same. I believe. So, you'll never get three parts from us again, suckers. Not for this series, anyway. Yeah, there have been episodes that follow directly from each other, obviously. the The Tidal Wave episodes all sort of followed up on each other and the first three also formed kind of a a loose three-parter but this is the one that actually has the denotations of parts one and two yeah and those are those are largely going to continue to happen at this point yeah we are out of the town of new guy just dropped now it is uh time for plot yeah so now that we're in like the plot stuff it's it's much less episodic it's much more this is a continuing plot And with uh, the addition of the two characters in this two-parter, I think we're pretty much done with the cast. I think everyone is here, pretty much. With a few one-off exceptions. It's just like having sex. Rampage is here. Is that his Japanese name? Rampage, yes. Wait till you hear... Oh, I I don't know who the other one is in English even, so I can't I can't even say, wait till you hear what Blank's name is, because <laughs> it's good. Um, well, before we can even get to that spicy past two-parter, we gotta talk about some... Uh, we gotta talk about uh, episode... What is this? Uh, 38? 30. 30. Episode 30. Listen, 2B has got me all fucked up. We're talking about episode 31st, which in the dub is Runaway. Escape into hiding in the sub. Not to be confused with the uh, air defense team member, Runway, who is the middle part of the Star Saber. Or the hit Carly Rae Jepsen song, Run Away With Me. Oh, I should make that the intro for this episode. Yeah, perfect. Um, so we start off here 
And uh, in the dub, at least, the narrator gives us a quick recap on what happened last time, which is namely, uh, they got a really big gun and everyone's really afraid of it. And Optimus is very uh, reticent about actually using it. Yeah, so we get just like the last minute of the last episode uh, to open up this episode again. A tsunami in a... uh, in yeah, a, in a in a distant country. So we don't. Yeah, we don't have any voiceover over it, but um, it's it's literally just like the last thirty seconds or whatever of the last episode before it goes to the title screen. And when we get out of the title screen, um, Megatron's having a self care day at a Korean spa. That's right. Uh, he's actually having his, his repairs done by a bunch of mini cons. Um, he's sitting on his throne. He's got guys all over and kind of welding him back together. And he's just sort of like, you know, grousing about the fact that he lost another goddamn weapon. Oh, uh, it's, the- it's a very different mood in the sub. The reason I said that he's having a self-care day at the Korean spa is because all these microns are are working on him. And he goes, oh, this feels so pleasant. <laughs> like he's having like a full body massage. It's like, all right, bud. And uh, Cyclonus and Demolisher come up and are just like, uh, what the hell's going on here? I don't think you're working the minicons too hard. And Cyclonus just tells Demolisher to shut up, uh, as is their usual dynamic. And then Thrust shows up and Thrust yeah. is like, uh, hey, you know that uh, Coldplay song, Yellow? Megatron, look at the stars. Look how they shine for you and all the things that you do. And we were all yellow. He's pulling this fucking court astrologer shit again. It's weird. It never weird. works. It never works, Thrust. And you always get proven wrong. It's also like a really weird trait for Thrust to have. I honestly love how just bizarre Thrust is. He's this like, he's he's just kind of a really weird <laughs> guy. But he basically I mean, tells Megatron, all right, listen. He's fucking Rasputin. He is. Like, that's what he is. He's Rasputin. <laughs> because everything everything about him suggests that he's, like, really cold and, like, logical. Not to, like, the degree of, degree of like, shockwave or, or soundwave and other continuities. But still, you know, like, he is this, like, strategic mastermind. And then he's like, hey, but you're a Sagittarius, so... He is Rasputin. I, I, now he's... I gotta make, like, a like a fan cam of him with that Boney M song. Yeah, exactly. Thrust you in. Oh, I don't like that. Um, so yeah, he's, he basically, like, walks up and says, Alright, now I know that I lost again. <laughs> but you gotta admit, I wasn't expecting the gun. <laughs> but I promise you this, Megatron, I'm gonna get you that gun, and we're gonna wipe those Autobots off the face of the Earth. Is that Optimus? He has a gun! Blam blam! <laughs> and, uh, and Megatron this time is a little bit less convinced of Thrust's effectiveness. He's like, yeah, whatever. Just do your job. And that's when Thrust says, you know, oh, you're, you're the, 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 what, your, your fucking birth star is shining brightly. And Megatron's like, what the hell are you talking about? <laughs> Always with the stars. He's, uh, he's getting into, uh, Gothic Lolita with baby the star shine bright. <laughs> So down at Autobase, uh, there's a debate going on. Uh, the It is Optimus Prime versus everyone else. And all of the other Autobots, uh, especially Jetfire, are like, let us use the gun. Let us deploy the gun. We can use the Requiem Blaster to fucking wipe them shits out. And Optimus is like, okay, I understand 
that everyone wants this war to be over very badly. I would like to ask the minicons what they think first. He doesn't get that far in the sub. Everyone is like all four of them, uh, literally everyone around them, except for Ratchet. So it starts off with it starts off with Silverbolt, and then Hot Rod, and then Grap, uh, and I think uh, um, not Jetfire. Yes. Oh, right. Yeah. Jet, jetfire. Yeah. Sorry. It starts off with Jetfire, rather. It starts off with Jetfire, then Hot Rod, then uh, Silverbolt, and then Grap all are like, can we, can we do this? Like, it can would just... we have a little of a super weapon as a treat? Yeah. It's like, it's like, we could, we could just end the war right now. Like, there's literally no risk to doing this. Uh, and Ratchet is the one who's, who, like, sort of sees, and Optimus is like, sort of Kermit facing. He's like, mm. and Ratchet's like, what do you say, Optimus? I mean, like, we could end the war. And Optimus is like, mm. you know, being a leader involves weighing a lot of pros and cons. Um, pro, you stop Megatron. Con, Requiem Blaster bad. <laughs> yeah, con, you initiate the draft. God. So then, yeah, so the, after Optimus says, alright, well, before I decide anything, I want to consult the Minicons who actually make the goddamn gun to see what they actually think about it. Uh, and then we hard cut to all of the kids smuggling the mini the space team out of the base. Yeah, Rad's like, on God, we're gonna get you out of here. Because uh, they have already been talking to the space team, and the space team... Uh, would rather not be the Requiem Blaster and would instead like to sort of isolate themselves from this war entirely so no one gets hurt. If if the Autobots asked me to be the strongest weapon in the universe, I would simply say no no, thank you. And go to a, go to do some fucking cottagecore bullshit. Um So yeah, Rad is just like it's we're we just gonna get them out of here for a while until things die down. It'll be fine. We can hide them in a safe place. Uh, and of course, we have yet again, uh, we're dressing these minicons up in big funny clothes to make them look like humans, sort of. Uh, so before that, like, before that, there's a quick cut back to, like, all the, to, to all the Autobots, and Optimus is like, okay, we need to, like, talk to them, and he's like, Prime, go get the others. And then Prime goes away and comes back two seconds later, and it's like, Prime? Yes, Optimus? Where are the Microns? Well, um, yeah, and, and Jetfire uh, still can't understand Minicons, uh, interestingly enough. He's a bit too high for that, because Sparkplug is just waving his arms around wildly and panicking, and Optimus is like, oh man, that's bad. And Jetfire's just like, what the fuck is he saying? I don't get this shit. I'm too dumb to understand this damn Minicons. But yeah, they're gone. Uh, we cut to a bus stop. Oh, and they are dressed, the, the drip on these Microns right now. It's great. They all, they, they look like a fucking, um, like a new wave band, almost. I, I thought the they looked like a dropping. 90s hip-hop band, personally. Oh god, that too. When did the space team dropping that new hot single? So, uh, we cut to the bus stop, or the bus station, rather. Uh, Fred is writing a goodbye note to his mom. Now, I want to know what he, what it says in the sub. Um, he is listing all of the food that his mother makes. Okay, good. That is this. Uh, yeah. I thought that was a dub joke, 
Nope. Uh, the, okay, so Billy grabs it and starts reading it, and I want to quote uh, some of this beautiful this beautiful farewell. Um, all of the foods you have made me over the uh, thank you for all the foods you've made me over the years. Your spaghetti and meatballs are sublime. The sauce, a haunting blend of herbs and spices, and the things you can do with a pot roast are inspirational. Yeah, it's it's. I mean, I didn't put down word for word, but it is very very similar in the uh, the original version. Yeah, Billy just reads that and goes, "What the fuck is this shit?" <laughs> What are you doing, Fred? And he's like, listen, we're not going to be gone forever. He apparently thinks it's not going to be that long of a time, which is, that's optimistic, Billy. Um, well, so it's, it is slightly different in the sub, because what he says is, we're just going to find a place to hide the microns, stash them there, and then we're going to come back. Okay, yeah, I don't think he, I don't think they make this point. Yeah, so like, that okay. is his point. He's like, it's like, we're coming back. We're hiding them, but we're coming back. That seems like a better plan than what, uh, they don't make that point too clear in the dub. I might have just missed it, though. Um, but we cut over, uh, Payload, I believe it is. It's kind of hard to tell them apart when they're all, you know, you know, they're all decked out in their, in their, in their outfits here. I remember it's Payload who strikes up a conversation with this very flashy, uh, flashily dressed girl and her dog who does not like this robot. Oh man, I'm I'm obsessed with this woman. Actually, she's so, she's really funny. She's the she's bringing the himbo energy we need in 2022. Yeah, so she's like, oh, don't worry about my dog. He's just excitable and payload, you know, beeps and boops. And then she just seems like, oh, you you must be from out of you must be from out of town. Where did you say you live again? And payload, you know, beeps and boops. And she's like, That's so pretty. Can you say it again? Do you want a you want a cookie? <laughs> yeah, she's like, "You're hungry? I got some biscuits." And like, Rad rushes over and it's like, "Nope, he's on a diet. Gotta go by." <laughs> Bye. Okay, so it's the same joke in this up. He also says he's on a diet in the dub. Um, so yeah, he, he tracks payload off. Uh, so the Autobots. We cut back to Auto Base, and it's it's fucking, you know, it's it's the episode of SpongeBob where where Sandy's trying to find him. Uh, he's, he, they weren't, they weren't in the fucking warp room. Well, look again. <laughs> they weren't in the, uh, the, the training area. Well, look again. <laughs> Boy just goes, they're not in my thoughts. Well, think again. Wait, really? No. Oh. just like, the kids are gone. Yeah. I don't uh, think that episode had aired yet. <laughs> um... So, yeah, so they're like, well, I guess we need to go out and search. This fucking sucks. Yeah, Optimus is, is very annoyed by all of this. Uh, so they're going out in the city to look for them. Um, except for Jetfire and Scavenger. Now, Jetfire is, is very annoyed. He's like, why do I have to stay behind? And I think it's Scavenger who says, bro, you're a fucking space shuttle. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Devastor is like, one, you would call so much attention to yourself. I don't know how you cannot understand this. Two, you're new on Earth and you don't understand humans at all. So shut up and stay sit. And I assume Scavenger is staying on the base because he's uh, lazy. Um, so... or, or because someone with some authority has to babysit Jetfire. Technically, Jetfire outranks him. I know, but, like, someone with some authority, like, he's not gonna listen to fucking Ratchet. 
Oh, absolutely not. Um, he, you need someone there who can uh, do a fucking judo throw on him if necessary. Right. So we cut out over to the uh, the bus where the the, the mini cons and the kids are. Uh, they seem they're seemingly alone, and the space team are just sort of asking about various things they see as they pass. They're very curious about Earth uh, and, and want to learn about it. I want to know, can you show me? So, uh, they, they have been, so, but then uh, Hotshot eventually finds them. He, he's the first one to get there. He, he kind of sees them in the back seat. He's like, ah, I found them. I've got a lock on them. Uh, this entire time, up on the moon, Thrust has been doing some hacking. We do a little trolling. Yeah. Uh, he has hacked into a defense satellite uh, to track down the Minicons, and Demolisher and Cyclonus are like, well, I guess humans are good for something after all if they have a fucking surveillance state that we can use. This, this is, is just like Bumblebee 2018. This is just like Revenge of the Fallen. This keeps happening. Decepticons keep using surveillance infrastructure. Uh, almost like we shouldn't have that shit. Weird. Anyway, Thrust finds them. He's like, ooh, got him. Got him. So he he, he flies down there. Um, well, first of all, so like Hot Rod, be- before Thrust uh, flies down there, Hot Rod messages all of the other Autobots. Yes. And he's yeah, like. Got him. Uh, and yeah, he's also like, got him. And so all of them converge on this bus, and that's what Thrust sees. He's like, why are they all hauling this bus? Oh, right. I think I have a funny feeling about that. Yeah, um, oh, specifically, it's it's because... So Hotshot gets stuck behind a train. He, he, he A train, you know, he, he's experiencing the joys of commuting. Uh, but Optimus is able to sort of pull in from a side lane and, and start chasing the bus. And that's what Thrust sees. Like, hey, why is Optimus chasing that bus? Oh, really? In in less. In the uh, sub, it is very much that all of them are there that he notices. Uh, so it's before Optimus gets separated that yeah, he so... he notices them. But anyway, so he so Hot Rod converges everyone on their situation, and they're all like trying to figure out what to do with it, and and Crap's like, when we get them back, we're gonna have to lock them up, and it's like, no, crap, you can't put them in solitary confinement. You're missing the entire point of this entire excursion. The kids are the minicon, Smokescreen. Yes. <laughs> also, all of them are really just out here driving around with no drivers. In, like, yeah, they are. Heavy traffic. Very clearly empty vehicles. Come on, guys. You, you, you gotta invent Hollow Matter avatars soon. This is getting out of hand. Five, five, five. Come on now. So, yeah, eventually, uh, they sort of lose Optimus in a fucking cornfield. Um, he just drives right by, completely loses them. All of the other Autobots are stuck in traffic. Uh, except for Blur, who takes the side streets, because he's cool and knows things. But none of them find them. Uh, that's because, so they get, they walk through this cornfield, and it's like, where are we going? And Alexa points ahead, and she's like, there. And at the end of the cornfield is this, like, derelict house. Um... And she's like, they will be safe here. There's no way for anyone to find it. And Jim immediately goes, fuck yeah, we're here. We're safe. I brought snacks. I brought a grill, like a a George Foreman. 
Let's fucking like let's fucking have some some lunch and he's like looking around and there is no plugs and Alexa just looks at him and goes, "So like what part of off grid aren't you getting here exactly?" I hope these kids are up on their tetanus shots. This They're place, fine. This place uh, is very rusty. Yeah, Billy. Billy's like, where the fuck did you even find this place? And Alexa and Rat are like, oh, you know, we went to like a summer camp nearby and we used to play here. <laughs> what? All right. Yeah, sure. Thanks. That makes sense for Rad. Rad's weird. But like all Alexis three of them did. Kind of weird. Yeah, oh, all three. God. And Carlos is Carlos. Carlos is Carlos. Um, so they go about setting up some Home Alone style traps. Uh, they got they got a fucking can on a string security system. They got like when mirrors pointed at windows so you can see out of them. The whole shebang. They're getting ready to to fight off them wet bandits. Yes. But are they ready to fight off the jet bandit? Hey, bow, 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 bow. So everyone is frolicking, and uh, Billy finds a cowboy outfit, uh, which I'm sure is just filled with lice. You bet. I hope you get the same joke that you got in the Japanese. You better, because if you got it in the Japanese and not the English, I would riot. Is it him saying, I'm Billy the Kid? Yeah. Good. Yep, Yep. I got it. So everyone's having a great time doing some mini-con cottagecore uh, stuff around here. Um, there's the, 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 the astroscope is like chasing a butterfly, yeah, and payload is frolicking. Someone gave him a someone made him a flower necklace. It's so good. It's like a full on lay. Um, there's a quick cut back up to the Decepticon base where uh, Ironhide is looking for Thrust. He's like, Hey, Thrust, any news? and Thrust is gone. And Ironhide's like, man, where did Squidface go? And everyone is calling him Squidface now. I love it. Good. Good. <laughs> it's good. Perfect. And it's accurate. There's the the funniest moment of someone calling him Squidface or Squidhead in the dub is in a few episodes. Because, like, eventually, yeah, I'll, everyone also just call, start, starts calling him fucking Squidhead. Um, yeah, sorry, Squidhead, not Squidface. Sorry, yeah, Squidhead. Yeah, so uh, it turns out where Squidhead went was down to this fucking field, uh, and he's like, "Ah, I found you!" Now give me them, <laughs> give me those mini guns. Uh, what I love is first you hear the cans rattle, and then they look up and Thrust is standing there, almost as if this uh, this wouldn't have really helped against any Decepticons. Yeah, who could have thought? Who would have thought? And Thrust is like, "All right, give me the Requiem Blaster mini cons, and I'll be on my way." Um, and then. You know, it, it's time for some fucking Home Alone shenanigans. They they shine a mirror in his face, which works. Yeah. So so first of all, they all retreat back inside this derelict house again, and Thrust, like, <laughs> he laughs like fucking SpongeBob. His entire, <laughs> or like Brooks from One Piece, his entire head moves up and down. He's having a great time. Yeah, he's like, ha, 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 ha. his entire body moves. It looks so stupid. And then he just like peels the top of the house off. Yeah, it's like, ooh, I'm going to get you. And then they shine a light in his face. And this is when he starts getting mad. He's like, all right, you know, I was I was just, you know, kind of having a good time here. But I guess it's time to get to fucking work. Yeah, and he we... just like s- 
smashes the house. We were just having a uh, having a laugh, mate. Um, so before he like totally smashes the house, they like get out for a bit, um, and. They're like, hey, have you ever seen the beginning to Final Destination 2? And release, like, a bunch of logs that he trips over. Yes. <laughs> I didn't see the set of the log trap, but that's really good. Uh, he, he just starts rolling around on them like he's a fucking stooge. Yeah, and he... The, it, it Decepticon's is, greatest tactician, one of the most dangerous minds on Cybertron. And it really... And, so, by the time he's, like, really devolved down into, like, fuck strategy, fuck these kids, fuck them kids, um, and just, like, smashing shit to pieces, it, like, really falls into one of my favorite tropes ever, where it's, like, you have this cold, strategic mind who just gets so fucking mad <laughs> that he goes fucking ballistic. And so he's looming over there, and he's like, alright, I'm just gonna fucking grab him and squish you, uh, but then we get something we haven't had in quite a bit of time, which I missed a lot. Honk! Uh, honk, honk, and then Optimus rams him. He just fucking hits him from the side. Optimus used to do that all the fucking time, and I missed it. It's a classic. Yeah, so Thrust gets fucking owned. Optimus is here. Um, and so Thrust is... Weirdly enough, Thrust doesn't seem to have any weaponry in robot mode. He has to transform into jet mode to start shooting at Optimus, which is good because he's a VTOL, but also it seems very unwieldy. Also, it's good for him that Optimus just spends 10 seconds staring at him while he's in point blank range. (laughs) So that he can actually blast Optimus into a wall. He's he's looking at him like, does his head get bigger? What is going on up there? It's like fucking Kuzco looking at the spinach with Yzma's teeth. <laughs> his, his head looks like that. It's full of secrets. Every time I look at this guy, I notice something new and horrible. Oh, fuck, he's shooting me. <laughs> but it's okay, because Optimus makes a hay flashbang. With he does, exhaust. I mean, he, I'm not even sure he does it on purpose. He just kind of, like, falls back and, like, kicks up hay. And it blinds all of thrust sensors he's a very sensitive robot <laughs> he is so he's yeah so he gets blinded by a hay and he transforms into robot mode uh but then optimus goes super mode and he leaves immediately he yeah. knows i'm not fucking with that i've seen what happens nope nope nope, to nope other nope. guys i know listen i know my limits and my limits are i can't fight super optimus goodbye so the the danger has passed the jet bandits have been driven off um and it's time yeah everyone everyone has converged on this farm yeah finally all, kinda, all the other autobots who are stuck in traffic arrive everyone's kind of scolding them a little bit for like you shouldn't have, you, you really shouldn't have done that you, you shouldn't have ran off that yeah time. they're like you know folks we've had fun here today but for real, don't play games with the world's biggest, like, most powerful weapon. And Rad's like, we're not playing games. We're saving war refugees. You're the ones playing games with lives. Yeah. It's like, he's like, yeah, you're like, you were going to use them regardless without any fucking regard for how they felt about it. And Optimus is like, no, I, you, you're right. I, I wanted to ask them about it before even using them. We're, we will never, like, force them to deploy unless we have their like unless they wish to we're not we're not like the decepticons so yeah for now the space team stays on base blaster's not coming out 
Yeah. Uh, which is which is a, a good a good job, Optimus. You have so, uh, a moral backbone. The bar is once again on the ground. Uh, Hotshot fist bumps everybody, and then Alexis thinks to herself, "Man, Rad really handled that situation well. One day he's going to be a great leader." No, you are going to be will. the. <laughs> I don't even know what Rad is doing in Inner John. I don't even know. He just seems to be around. He's um he's an eco fa- uh, uh eco anarchist. <laughs> he just seems to hang out with the scientist guy. Like Alexis is the fucking uh, UN ambassador to Cybertron at that point, and Carlos runs a uh, a space station around Mars. I think. I think Rad might just be unemployed and hanging around with dr uh whatever his name is did i not just say he's an eco-terrorist <laughs> <laughs> what do you so I, I i wish him all the best so now it's time to get into the the the, the high drama oh, well here. just just one last note before so they all drive back and um they're still wearing all the accessories they picked up the the microns are still wearing all the accessories they picked up while they were in hiding and i think it's really sweet it's lovely. I hope the space team have a nice time. They deserve it. Uh, so now it's time for past part one. And we start out with a flashback, uh, with, uh, at least in the dub, Hotshot is narrating over it about how uh, there, was, there was a battle on Cybertron that went really bad and he left one of his best friends behind because his, his commanding officer wouldn't allow him to go back in. Oh, also, what's the name of the episode first? Past part one. Oh, sorry. Yeah, it's past preface here. Oh, that's cool. Um, yeah. Uh, so we see his his buddy Wheeljack uh, is trapped under some like uh, some wreckage, surrounded by a raging inferno. And importantly, we see that the Autobot insignia on his chest has been like scratched. No, don't have your symbol symbolically scratched out. You're so sexy, haha. And Wheeljack is like, oh, shit, you gotta help me, I'm gonna die. And Hotshot's like, I, I can't lift it, listen, I'm gonna go get for help, I will I will be right back, I promise. He's like, don't leave me, Hotshot, please. And he does leave. Uh, but then his commanding officer- And then Rampage looks, dies. One of them, one of his commanding officers look, looks weirdly like G1 Wheelie. Um, yeah, so he, he, he literally just gets punched out and is like, no, listen, we're not going- we're not risking the entire unit for one soldier. He's gone. Get over it. Specifically because because Hot Rod is something of a commander, everyone's like, we specifically need you. Like, we can't afford to lose you. So, fuck off. You're like the, you're like a, like the, the fucking, you know, uh, newest, like, youth savant commander on the field. We cannot risk you getting, dying in a fire for stupid fucking reasons. Right. So, So, uh, back in the present, a nerd has shown up to Autobase. Yeah. Just the worst. Yeah, so this guy is, like, calling out to, uh, to Silverbolt, specifically, yeah. Commander Blur, hello, it's me, uh, I'm Sideswipe, hello, Mr. Blur. That's Sideswipe? Okay. That's funny. Weirdly Uh, enough, in the... It is. It is not one word as sideswipe usually is. It is two words, side swipe. Cool. Um, it's stepper. 
<laughs> his name is Stepper. So Stepper's... Stepping on the beach. Do, 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 do. Yeah, really. Uh, Stepper Stepper is uh, calling out to Silverbolt and being like, Kander, it's me. And Silverbolt's like, I don't know who that is. And walk, like, is starting to walk away. And... I've never... I've never seen that jackass before in my life. Get me out of here. Yeah, and Alexa's like, okay, um, well, he's calling you by name, so maybe you do know him. Why don't you look again? And Silverbolt looks again and goes, mm, no, I don't know her. I don't, I, I don't know that guy. I don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't hang out with nerds like that. Uh, but then, now, if I were to sideswipe, I was, and I thought Blur was the coolest motherfucker alive. The thing that I wouldn't want to do was would be to say, Hey, maybe you forgot, uh, if you'll remember, you found me in, uh, perhaps the most embarrassing situation of my entire life and, uh, freed me from hanging by a rope by my foot. And also I was like negging you about not shooting my foot. Um, I'm sideswiped. Do you remember me now? And Blur just goes, yeah, I, I remember you now. Regrettably. But yeah, I mean, before this happens... Alexa is again like, okay, well, he's obviously calling you by name, and he kind of looks like a nerd, so can we at least bring him into the base? And Silverbolt's like, yeah, I guess, whatever. Fine. Uh, Sideswipe's English voice is so fucking nasally. He is so annoying. Uh, yeah, well, have fun with that, bud. He sucks so much. He, he is... Alright, so let's talk a little bit about uh, one of the most infamous Transformers toys of all time. Which is, of course, Sideswipe. So, uh, he is, like, widely considered to be one of the worst uh, molds of all time. Mm -hmm. And uh, chiefly, he is so hated because, for some fucking reason, Hasbro kept using it. They kept making retools of this horrible, ugly fucking toy. Um, and it, it's just the worst. Let me, let me, let me get a, let me get a, a shot of this fucking thing. Because, boy, it is, it is ugly. I owned it, by the way, so I know. I mean, you owned all of these guys. Not all of them. I never had a wheel jack as a kid. Uh, here we go. Ugh, look at this fucking thing. Let me link it in Soundwave files for you. Yeah. There you go. Just horrible. <laughs> that motherfucker's bow-legged. He is. The legs are so bad. Like, that's what the worst part is... of it. The The arms aren't great, but the what legs is... are nothing. What even is his minicom ability? What is, what is this supposed to convey? It makes him long. Like, is that supposed to be like an engine pops out? Is, is that what that like... is? I guess. Like, it's supposed to be like a Power Master thing, but he just, he just, his hood comes off and like stretches forward. It's like a fucking... Wacky races trick of Dick Dastard <laughs> making his car longer to win a race. Penelope pit stop would never. Like, what the fuck is it supposed to be? By the way, uh, do you know his minicon partner's name? Oh no, what is it? Nightbeat. Oh fuck off. That's Nightbeat. Armada Nightbeat is a motorcycle. I mean, that's that's at least I I think fitting for Nightbeat, but fuck off also. Man, it so... should have been Sunstreaker. God, that would have been funny. Um, so he, he's in the base and he's talking to Blur and he's like, I cannot wait uh, to, to work under you, Commander Blur. I've idolized you since that day. Uh, I would love if you mentored me. And Blur just goes, 
Uh, no heart emoji. Yeah. No, 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 there's no heart emoji there. It's no period leaves. Hit him with that no. Absolutely not. Um, uh, by the in a weird, also, uh, during the flashback where it shows Blur shooting that rope off of his foot, um, Carlos says, yeah, nice one, Blur, as if he saw the flashback. Or I guess he's just reacting to shooting a rope. We're on a lot it's of a, we're on a lot of levels of meta here. It's not a hard shot, Carl. I think Carlos might be so dumb he is able to like see through the fabric of the show. Like he's reached a new level of, of like fucking. He, he's got enough of a uh, what is it in, in Bloodborne insight? He's he's gained a lot of insight over the show. Uh, but yeah, so villages are. Uh, to be fair, just... his insight was at base zero when we began. Oh yeah. So Blur just tells him, uh, please do not talk to me or interact with me. Cringe. Not fucking based. Get out of here. Speaking of based, uh, Billy and Fred, they're gaming. Yeah, so Billy uh, Billy and Jim have discovered a new way to get better, better at pro strats for war, which is gaming, as all of us You're know. Um, well, I got a fighting game uh, with uh, some transforming robots that can turn into like jets and tanks and stuff what a weird concept don't play don't play call of duty kids that's military propaganda instead pick up transformers forged to fight the shitty mobile fighting game when i saw that trailer okay i saw the trailer for that transformers fighting and i was hyped because man i would love that i love i love fighting games i love transformers i would play the fuck out of that and then i realized oh man it's a mobile fighting game and it's the and it's a fucking clone of that Marvel game, Contest of Champions. It's like, God damn it. I can't have anything. Anyway, yeah. that's what they're playing. They're playing Forge to fight. Uh, and Alexis walks in and she's like Actually no, he she doesn't walk in yet. Uh because for now we have uh Sideswipe being very clingy to blur and being a clumsy fuck up. Yeah. <laughs> Just I, he trips over his own feet. I had to say, like, I love this guy. I'm kind of obsessed with him. He is sort of endearing. And I He's he, my sad the, little the meow nerd, meow. The nerd affect kind of lessens as this episode and the next part goes on. Yeah. But in the beginning, you're definitely supposed to think he's annoying as fuck. So, by the way, um, the game system that Billy and Jim are playing is uh, N64 confirmed. Hell yeah, they're playing it's N64 they're even like holding the controller yeah. right and doing the fucking middle stick correctly. Yeah. So that confirmed. Um, but as as um, as Stepper sort of falls over himself, uh, there's a, a line that gets. Uh, so the actual line for all the JoJo fans out there from um, Silverbolt is yada yada da, <laughs> um, which basically means like good grief. Um. And he's not the only one to say it in reference to Stepper this episode. Uh, but yada yada yada. But it gets translated as by the Matrix, which I enjoyed. Thanks thanks it's again to this game. translation group. Good stuff. Yeah, they're having a lot of they're all having a lot of fun over there. Yeah. Um, so Blur and so everyone's talking. Optimus is like, alright. Sideswipe, uh, you need a mentor. Uh, or he's it's Blur, Hotshot, and Optimus who are talking. All right, Sideswipe needs a mentor. And Blur's like, absolutely. Hotshot, you do it. <laughs> he's like, wait, what? No. 
And Asma's like, actually, that's not a bad idea. You two could learn a lot from each other. Yeah, Optimus is like, you know, uh, Hot Rod, it's been a while since you've had someone under your command. Um, it's probably good for you to get back into that mindset again. And then we get something that we haven't really seen since G1, and it made my heart smile so much, which is um, smash cuts that use the Decepticon and Autobot logos to alternate, alternate between them, like fucking Batman shit. <laughs> like, the best shit. Like the fucking 1960s... Uh, yeah (laughs) shit and it's really funny because we just get all these cuts of like stepper being a goofy fuck up and again of hot rod going yada yada da so i optimus definitely has the right mindset for this idea a blur definitely just wants sidesar to leave him alone yes blur does not care (laughs) blur just blur just thinks that kid's too fucking cringe to hang with me i can't do it um, so he finds, <laughs> Hotshot goes to find Sideswipe and see that he finds him standing outside in the rain. He's like, bro, what are you doing? He's, he's like, are you, are you crying? Are you good, dude? <laughs> no, he's like, are you crying? And Zipper's like, no. And Harrod's <laughs> like, bro, are you fucking crying? I'm just standing watch. Watch for what? <laughs> oh god so he's like alright listen from here on out you're under Hotshot's command and Sideswipe's like great who's Hotshot Hotshot pause from dun, 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 dun. it's me fuckhead <laughs> come on we're gonna do some training um so we get a little training montage he's yeah this is Sideswipe is uh the worst shot I've ever seen in my life <laughs> This is this is where all the transitions happen. The like yeah. Batman ass transitions happen. So there's a really good moment where he's he's at the firing range and you know, hot shot fucking dead centers that target. He's like, see, it's easy, you just gotta hit the target. Um and you know, Sideswipe pulls out his pistol, uh, and just sort of uh, misses every single shot. And uh Hotshot's like, oh jeez, he just has like a like a, a friendly ribbing of like, hey, you're supposed to hit the target, not the wall behind it. And then Sartre's goes, shut up, I'm trying. It's like, oh, okay, touchy. <laughs> jeez, fine. Uh, and he he does, to his credit, he does hit the target uh, after just sort of spraying his entire clip in its general direction. <laughs> So and Hotshot's just like, yeah, okay, it's, it's not a sharpshooter. It's pretty easy to get a bullseye when you unleash an entire clip onto it. Yeah, it's like, all right, so not a sharpshooter. Got it. Uh, let's do some driving. Um, you know, they're just doing a lot of training. Yeah, so, so they go out driving, and, and it, it is a like test of speed, right? So Hot Rod's like, very simple, straightforward. Let's just see how fast you can go. Um, and... <laughs> and Stepper's like, yeah, no, I can. I'm like, yeah, I can do that for sure, for sure, for sure. I just, you know, I just want you to be proud of me. And Conrad's like, are you gonna cry again, <laughs> bro? Are you fucking crying? Uh, while they're driving, though, some like guy watching them, some car watching well, them with a weird, 
Well, actually, yeah. So they they, yeah. they, they drive. Uh, they're they're like chilling next to a lake. Yeah, yeah. So there's there's one part here that I have to. So Hot Rod's like, all right, pretend it like the enemy's in front of us. Um, now get ready to like come out of your racing into like robot mode and attack. And Stepper like transforms from and uh, what he yells is Konoyaro, um, which kind of means like you bastard or like like look at like look at this bastard or something like that um it, it's again japanese and especially in terms of like insulting curse words and slurs is like pretty hard to translate um because there's really not like curse words in japanese so much as like increasingly rude ways of saying you right so yaro is one of the more rude ways of saying you basically and so he says konoyaro which basically means like you know you asshole or something like that um it gets translated into sub as you rascal (laughs) you dang rascal you rascal (laughs) which is also very very funny funny. and by the time he's like yeah i got you you rascal and by the time he like is is finished transforming or whatever like hot rod's just looking at him with his gun pointed to his face and he's like yeah no dude that's not gonna cut it yeah yeah cut that that transforming time down there my guy i just i do just want to like point this out specifically because this term kono yaro yarasco rascal gets um repeated several times throughout the rest of this episode do they <laughs> always translate it as rascal yeah it's always translated as your rascal that's so good. So, um, it's pretty funny. So, like, any time... So, yeah, by the time that Stepper again has finished turning out... Like, Hot Rod's pointing the, the gun at him. He's like, you're the rascal. So, they're chilling next to a very pretty lake. You know, like a meadow. And uh, Hot Shots is like, yeah, so you like that Blur guy, huh, right? He's pretty cool. And then Sideswip looks at him and goes, he changed my fucking life. Yeah, in the dub, he literally says, "I he, he says I was basically born again after Blur saved my life. I was such a fucking nobody dipshit before that, but after that, I decided I'd make something of myself. I I'd be a soldier just like Commander Blur." Homie, it wasn't that yeah. real. You got caught in a net. <laughs> you were just hanging upside down. He, he has <laughs> Blur. Blur is just like. I've been watching YouTube and I heard about this parasocial relationship stuff and I gotta tell you, I don't like it. I don't like it one bit, Optimus. So, but Bahasha just like, alright, listen. I get it. Blur's real cool. But you can't go about your life trying to be other people. If you want to make the most of yourself, you gotta be, you gotta go your own path. You gotta figure out what works for you. Alright? And then he's like, he's like, stands up like this planet ever seen a planet this beautiful this is what we're fighting for sideswipe we're fighting for this planet and all its people so they don't get fucking charred into a cinder by the decepticons never forget that buddy this is when we see a mysterious black sports car watching them the fucking grassy knoll every step you take Every move uh, you make. I am starting a new uh, conspiracy theory. Wheeljack killed JFK. <laughs> well, folks, <laughs> if you look, we've been prime cuts. You can follow us. <laughs> listen, if you look very closely, you can see a Lamborghini on the grassy knoll with an arm cutting out of it holding a sword that is 
Not a sword, it is a gun. Pot- hey, podcasting was a mistake, actually. We'll talk about Wheeljack's weapons in a minute, but I hate them. They're so <laughs> They're stupid! What are, are, are they? Well, regardless... You know, we're, uh, they're back to driving, and, and Sideswip's like, yeah, have a fun drive, I'm gonna pass you, buddy, and Hotcho's like, hey, listen, get behind me. I mean it, you gotta stay in formation. You gotta, you gotta do what I tell you, okay, buddy? It's not all fun and games, I am still your commanding officer. And they look behind him, and Sideswip's like, hey, there's like a guy following us. And going real fast. Hot Rod's like, yeah, don't worry about it. Like, h- humans have, like, adrenaline rushes, too. Like, sometimes you get these asshole speedsters as well. So, like, it's fine. Just, like, let him do his thing. He'll pass us. We'll move on. It's fine. Yeah, that's whatever. Don't worry about it. Uh, but the uh, mysterious driver doesn't pass us. And while he is sort of pulling up alongside these two, we get a flashback from Wheeljack's perspective where we see what happened after Hotshot was unable to rescue him. Uh, and Megatron just sort of walks out of the flames like the devil. Or like uh, God, a hero, like a fireman yeah. rescuing like, him. Like a, like a beautiful fireman. Uh, and Wheeljack is like, Yeah, but you forgot about me, didn't you, Hotshot? Well, I'm here to remind you of the fucking past. And he starts doing ninja stunts. So Wheeljack has a particular technique that he loves. Uh, here, here is how, here's what he does. Uh, so he will teleport directly behind you and say, Nothing personnel, kid. And blow your ass away. Yeah, hey, why the fuck can he do this? Why can thrust turn intangible? Uh, these ans- these questions will never be answered. I- I'm- I was like, a Skywarp? <laughs> I don't know why I can do this. It would have been really useful if he could teleport when he was trapped under that wreckage, but I guess he hadn't learned how to do that yet. Yeah, that's, uh, uh, that's what you get after you see Primus for the first time. Maybe that's maybe that's why he learned to tell. He's like, I'm not gonna track under trap under some stupid fucking rocks again. Touched by a cyber angel. <laughs> <laughs> fucking Wheeljack is the edgy ninja version of a version of a born again Christian, I guess. Yeah, there's there's your episode title. There we go. Uh, so yeah, he fucking runs sideswipe off the road. Just just fucking uh, gets him out of there, and then. There is a- he says the hotshot. No, no, this is this is the all-time line. He says, "Hotshot, the wheeljack you abandoned can't come to the phone right now. You know why? Because he's dead. I've been reborn." There is, um, in my mind, an actual incredible shot here. Uh, that it, it's just really cool. Where so as as uh rampage is sort of going up on two wheels to get close to hot rod so he 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 like ends up going like right next to hot rod and he has to like get up on his two right wheels to do it so he's like tilted on his side um speeding along this highway and there's a shot of his um badge of his uh autobot badge in the reflection of hot rod's windshield as he does this and in the reflection it's purple Hell yeah. And it's a really cool shot, actually. I'm gonna give I'm gonna give them a lot of credit for this one. There's some cool shots in these two episodes. There's also some wonky looking stuff, but I think uh overall they look pretty good. Um so yeah, he he has run he has sideswiped sideswipe off the road and into a ravine. Um and has cornered Hotshot. And he's basically like Hotshot, I'm here to bury the hatchet. 
but only so we can pick up a new hatchet and fight his enemies. We're going to throw out all our emotional baggage so we can just focus on fucking killing each other. Yeah, and that they do. Yeah, so well, we do also see uh, some flashbacks, some brief flashbacks uh, from Hotshot remembering like, so Wheeljack was entrusted to him uh, to be a subordinate back on Cybertron, uh, obviously paralleling Sideswipe here. Uh, and Hotshot took his failure to save Wheeljack extremely personally, and it, and it still haunts him, obviously. Um, and he says as much to Wheeljack, and he's like, Tough shit. Uh, maybe you should have thought about that before you left me there, before you abandoned me. But guess what? I was found. I was rescued. Megatron found me. And he, he, he like, smolders and looks to the side, and he says, My life belongs to Megatron from now on. Normal. Bro. Bro. It's normal. What's, what are you, what is your problem? It's normal. So then he pulls out his weapon and I get mad. Oh yeah. Hey, this thing is dumb as fuck. Hey, what if we had a gun? No, that's not, that's, that's too cool. What if we had a lightsaber? Also too cool. What if we had a gun that was a lightsaber, but like not cool at all? It's not even a lightsaber. It's just a gun that looks like a sword. But it's not, it, do, a- it doesn't look like a sword. It looks like a fucking hilt of a sword. Yeah, it looks like a fucking stick. It's just like, it's, a, it's just the stick. Hey, what are you doing with that club? Going to try to kill me? Better make it hurt. Better make it count. Better do it in one shot. And then a gun pops out of the club and shoots you. Yeah. I've been playing Enter it's, the Gungeon, and this feels like something that would be in Enter the Gungeon. It'd be like a joke weapon. Yeah. A hundred percent. Like... All right, so he pulls this thing. I was like, and at first, thing, oh, he's like a ninja or whatever. He can teleport everywhere. So yeah, he's obviously got like swords or, or staffs or something. But he points at a hotshot. There's like a big square hole in the middle of it. And it's like, what? but he still holds it like a sword. <laughs> you look like he's pointing a sword at him, but it's a gun. It's 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 both those like stupidest and also laziest care um like weapon design I've seen in a long long time. It's immensely lazy. Anyway, he shoots Hotshot. Yeah. Uh, or we know. We don't see it, but we, it, it, there's the, 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 the gunshot noise and it right. cuts to black. Right. Uh, and then we pick up right up with past part two. Is uh, it is uh, past conclusion. Sounds about right. So uh, we start off right where we left off. Hotshot gets fucking shot in the shoulder. Uh, and it seems to be pretty injured. Yeah, and he's he's like lying on his gra- on the ground after again immediately after uh, Rampage has gone through this entire like story of why he's a a Decepticon now, and he's there. He goes Rampage, why? And it's like, what do you think, asshole? He just told you why. We just had like five minutes you, about this. This is not like rocket you science. Me repeat- do you need me to repeat the part where I, my life belongs to Megatron now? Yeah, do you need to repeat the tutorial? Come on. He's just hes just very bad at listening. Um, and so, yeah, apparently that shot to the shoulder was enough to put Hotshot in the fucking ICU. <laughs> he wakes up in the fucking medical bay and they straight up say he's in intensive care. Yeah. Like, goddamn. Yeah, so... The, I really don't understand the, like, damage scaling in this show, because they've been shot by jet guns so many times. Yeah. But this weird sword cannon... I know. So... ...in the shoulder nearly kills him. Obviously, the power scaling is, like, off, but I think... 
the explanation, at least uh, given in the sub, is that because it was at point blank range, right, it was like very so, more powerful. So they have so the lasers in Armada must have fucking damage ramp up like the heavy in TF2. Where like if you shoot them from really far away, they do like one damage right. or two damage. But if you're really close, they hurt a lot. They're all shotties. <laughs> they're all they all have the damage fall off of a shot. Yeah, they're all shotties. Um, um, so first of all, and... one thing I forgot to mention in the last episode is that um, uh, Stepper started calling Hot Rod Senpai, and when he wakes up, uh, when Hot Rod wakes up now, Stepper's there with him, and he has moved from calling him Senpai to Dono, um, Hot Hot Rod Dono, and for anyone who doesn't know the. Japanese honorifics. Senpai, I think is pretty well known, but just in case, uh, is just like an upperclassman or someone who has more experience than you. Um, so it is traditionally used in school settings to talk about upperclassmen. It is used in work settings to talk about someone who's been in a position longer than you have. Uh, It's that kind of thing. Dono is one of the most respectful terms that you can use in Japanese. Um, it is equivalent to something like lord almost like lord or master almost um it is it it was specifically used um largely in um like samurai times like for in the feudal period where um the feudal lords would be the shoguns would be referred to as dono almost always um but uh yeah so we've gone from senpai to dono we're moving fast, but he's like, Hotch, are you okay? I, I, I dragged you back here as, as best I could. You were really hurt. Um, and Hotch is just sort of like, not really talking, just still thinking about Wheeljack. Uh, we cut to the command room, and Blur is talking to Aquamus. He's saying like, yeah, shot uh, was from really point-blank range. Uh, it could have killed him, but the guy who shot him clearly wasn't a marksman. So just, so Blur just like, yeah, this guy sucks at shooting. What a fucking dipshit. And Optimus is like, Blur, have I ever told you about Hotshot's traumatic backstory? Yeah, he's he's like, first of all, Silverbolt, you're an idiot. Second of all. <laughs> Let me tell you something, Blur. Uh, you know, uh, the, the, the reason I, I, I noticed Hotshot and decided to take him under my wing was that I heard that he, he lost a soldier under his command and he took it uh, very hard. Uh, the guilt was crushing him, so I, I, I wanted to, to sort of take him into my in, under my wings and try to try to try to help him move past that. Yeah, uh, it's also why I assigned Sideswipe to his command. And Blur's like, "Damn, what a sad backstory." Thanks for telling me. This is Thanks probably for telling a, me, I guess. this is probably a HIPAA violation. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know why you tell me all this. I mean, I, I feel like it should be between you and Hotshot and. Maybe Red Alert. I don't know if he's like a registered therapist or not. He seems to be doing everything else around here. But listen, listen the guy who shot him really sucked at shooting. Galactic girls make do. <laughs> so, you, while, while Optimus is saying this, Hotshot is also telling Sideswipe all about uh, Wheeljack. And he is still like... He's like... I <laughs> Listen, it, it is literally like, I don't care what Wheeljack said, this is still all my fault. I could have gone back and I could have helped him, but I was too fucking cowardly. Yeah, he's like, like my boy! I abandoned my boy! Yes. 
And, and his commanding officer, I believe, is G1 Shot, Either Shot or Cross. I think it's Crosshairs, actually. Some extremely obscure G1 character. He's like, all right, listen, if you, you fucking walk through that fire, you get a court-martial, motherfucker. Absolutely not. And and Hotcha and backs and gives him salute and is like, I'm, I'll accept whatever consequences. I'm not abandoning my boy. It's it's great. In the Japanese, he turns, gives the salute, and says in English, Yes, sir! Yeah, and then yeah. goes into the fire. He's getting out. She's like, wait! But uh, he couldn't make it. He could not make it through the fire. Um, too hot, too big. And then, you know, Megatron got to him first. And the rest is history. So, one detail we forgot to mention in the last episode because it, it barely counts as a b-plot it's just like it's just two or three scenes alexis has become a gamer oh well this is where it actually becomes uh, she starts doing it but this is actually where where it becomes present but before we get to her like becoming a, a, a gamer uh optimus looks uh, after finishing telling this to um to silverbolt he says you know i think knowing the relationship between rampage rampage and hot rod that rampage was trying to do him a a favor here by helping him let go of his past and i'm like no you know optimus i don't think that's actually what's going on on this one i think he's just pissed off optimus wants to see the best in people you know how it is yeah and it's Um, like no i I agree that I think he wasn't trying to shoot him fatally, but I don't think he was doing it for Hot Rod's benefit. I think, I, I yeah, no, I think, uh, I think he's pretty pissed off. I do agree that he needs to let go of the past and his guilt, Optimus, but I don't think Wheeljack also thinks that. Yeah, and but that yeah, but then we cut over to where uh, Billy and Jim have been continuing to game, and Alexa is now like, when I say gamer, you say girl, gamer, girl, gamer, girl, girl. girl. Yeah, she's entered, like, a gaming fugue state. She's just playing. She's just getting the fucking high scores. Uh, and Brilliant Fur, like, God damn, look at this, look at her go. She's the best gamer in the world. She's a pinball wizard. And then, uh, Sideswipe runs into the commander room and says, Hey, <laughs> Hot Shot's gone. And, the uh, office goes, Oh, dear. Uh-oh. He went to go, he went to go find Wheeljack. And so, we cut out. Uh, Hotshot is indeed driving towards this, uh, I, I, I don't know how he knows where to find Wheeljack, but he finds, he drives to this, like, abandoned industrial park, um, this rusted up old, like, wrecked, uh, factory. Yeah. He is also, uh, spotted by Thrust, who is just hanging around, I guess, seeing the sights. He's like, oh, look. Got a lonely little Autobot. I wonder where he's going. I'll just I'll just hang back and watch. I'll just see. I'll let me just see where this goes. Yeah, delightful. Um, woo, how fun! Uh, so he he comes. He he meets Wheeljack, and Wheeljack is like this uh, man. This this old abandoned, rusted out, fucking junk ass piece of shit place that no one cared about and probably burned down. Do you get it, Hotshot? It's like me. <laughs> I'm the factory Hotshot. <laughs> It's me! He's like, yeah, okay, I get it. Your eyes are I a factory. Your breasts are also a factory. <laughs> and Hotshot's just like, look, Wheeljack, I, I I, am, I never meant to abandon you. I'm so sorry. And Wheeljack's like, no, we're, pa- we're past that shit. I'm just here to kill you. 
Yeah, well, and then... well, what's really interesting is that they have they have this conversation and uh, uh, Rampage is like, you know, we were always destined to do this, whether we were on, you know, Autobots, Decepticons, it doesn't matter. We were always destined to fight each other like this. And uh, Hot Rod's like, well, it does, it, it does matter. Like, these things do matter. And uh, Rampage is like, they don't, though. Like, there's barely any difference between the Autobots and Decepticons. They basically, neither of them knows what they're fighting for. None of this matters. War isn't about ideology. It's about capitalism. Anyway, I'm going to beat He's you to like, death. He has a fucking, he has a fucking Metal Gear monologue. I mean, he doesn't, he doesn't say explicitly that war isn't about ideology. It's about capitalism. But he, he says, like, there is basically no difference between the Autobots and Decepticons, and it doesn't, like, the ideology doesn't matter. No one, like, knows why we're fighting this war, and regardless of what we believe in, we were always destined to to fight each other like this. Hotshot, do you know what I saw when I went into space? No borders. Yeah, exactly. Oh, I wish this was a fucking duel in a field of white flowers. Instead, it's a duel in a shitty factory. But however, Hotshot does do some pretty hard shit here. Uh, Wheeljack pulls out his stupid sword gun. And he's like, all right, time to finish. All right, well, get ready to fight. And then Hotshot just like slowly walks forward, grabs it, and points it right at his chest. And he, he says, just uh, do, the, do the job right this time. Finish it. You're a Decepticon now, right? It's your duty. Damn. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Literally, like... Thrust is watching all of this, by the way, and Thrust is like, "Damn, they're beating your ass in the quote retweets." <laughs> Ooh, nice line. So yeah, they start fighting. Um, uh, Wheeljack notices that like Hotshot is not fighting back, uh, so he tries to get him riled up, you know, so he actually makes sport of it, all that sort of thing. At some point, he, like, helps him up to, just to punch him in the face. Yeah, they're beating your ass that, in a quote retweet. That felt, that felt like something that would happen in the fucking uh, Metal Gear Solid 4 end boss fight. Almost. That's what I thought of when I said Yeah, this, this is just MGS now. It's fine. It is. Uh, then, uh, then, right the, right as he is, whole, like, the, doing, you know, saying that hard-ass shit about, like, yeah, fucking finish the job. Unless you're too much of a coward to do it. Prove, prove to me that you're a fucking Decepticon wheeljack. Prove to me they're in a they're in, like pr- prove to me that the wheeljack I knew was dead, and then sideswipe shows up and starts a fire. Match your don't. <laughs> so he literally just like he's like oh I got you hot shot. And he just starts firing so, wildly with his pistol. So when he shows up, by the way, in the Japanese, he like transforms out, says Konoyaro again. Um, yeah, you rascal. And Thrust is just like, he, what is he? Wait, why is he calling that man a rascal? Wait, says what's going on? You rascal, and then says, "Get away from my senpai." There's some wheels to go. Wait, what? Yeah, but then yeah, he uh, blows up the factory, and uh, Wheeljack is like, ah, nostalgia. <laughs> Time to take this nerd hostage. Snake Eater starts playing. <laughs> Let's make it the best 15 minutes of our life, Jack. So, we'll stay tuned for our prestige MGS uh, podcast coming up after this. We could do it. No, we <laughs> so, 
Yeah, he takes fucking, he fucking takes Sideswipe hostage, and he's like, yeah, if you want to find me, you gotta walk through the flames. And he shoots Hotshot in the leg, just to make it harder. Just to be a dick. And Um, again, Thrust is watching all of this still, and he watches Hot Rod struggle, and he goes, ooh, like a moth towards the flame. And it's like, oh, you're so clever, Thrust. Great, thank you. He's just a fucking freak. He's just watching all of this happen. He's, he's the fucking Greek chorus, for a while anyway. Uh, then he decides to get directly involved. But first, he uh, wheeljack chains Sideswipe up and is like, You know Hotshot's not gonna come for you, right? He's gonna abandon you, just like he did me. Oh, really? It's the exact opposite in the sub. Because he, what he says is, he's like, Don't worry, Hot Rod will definitely come to save you, and then the two of you can die together. Like, I know I know that he's feeling so guilty about his shit that he's going to try to rescue you no matter what. And then both of you will die here together. Uh, see, I like that way angle way more. Right? Um, so, Hotshot's dragging himself through this fire here. Uh, Thrust decides to be a maximum uh, dick here. This is so funny, though. And just starts strafing him. For no reasons, like ah, time to get involved, and then Wheeljack says, "Don't interfere with my duel," and shoots him out of the sky. So he does. Does he say it to Thrust? Does like Thrust know that it was him? Uh, yes. Okay, that is not the case in the sub. In the God, it's so, yeah. There's a line at the interview so that make that is so much funnier with Thrust knowing that it was Wheeljack. <laughs> yeah, I imagine so, but like. I mean, I think Thrust, like, figures it out, but, like, Rampage wasn't announcing it. He just sort of, like, sees him and, like, shoots him out. And I love this because it, like, calls back to a really classic moment in G1 uh, that was almost included in Bumblebee, and I'm really bummed it got cut out, um, where (laughs) um, Starscream gets also shot in the Thruster, which is how Thrust gets shot and sort of, like, weaves out. And in in G1, Starscream goes, ouch, my foot! Yes. Um, it kind of oh, like... is that in fucking, is that in G, uh, the, the movie when he's trying not to get crushed by Autobot City? So, uh, it's, it's before that there's, uh, in the beginning of Bumblebee in those first five minutes, there's a point where, uh, that got, that got cut, but when they sort of, when, uh, Soundwave goes Decepticons attack and, uh, Starscream, Thundercracker, and I think Dirge take to the, weird, uh, take to the sky. Hi, Mom, I'm on the movie. <laughs> yeah. Look, it's me. I didn't die in this one. Aren't you proud of me? Yeah. Um, it, uh, there was a, going to be a part that Travis Knight wanted to include it where, uh, Starscream got hit and then said, ouch, my foot. Uh, that's excellent. You know, Travis Knight's a real cool name for a guy to have. Yeah, especially a guy who does cool movies like him. Yeah, so Thrust gets owned. Um, Wheeljack kind of climbs up this this smokestack. Is like, ah, oh, man, that guy fucking sucks. What an annoyance. And he and he goes, uh oh, because Megatron is up there. And he's like, so uh, this is what. Hello, so darkness, my old fucking... friend. He's like, so you've been fucking around down here this whole time. Uh, we need to have a little chat about your extracurricular activities. Time, Wheeljack. Time to find out. Yep. You've been fucking around a lot, Wheeljack. I think it's about time you found out. So they teleport away. Uh, Hotshot rescues Sideswipe, and they, they, they get thrown clear by the explosion of the of the fucking factory. Cool guys don't look at explosions! And they're like dragging... Uh, I th- is it... 
is it Hotshot who like passes out and and Sideswipe has to like drag him out of the fire? No, it's the opposite. It it's the opposite. Okay, so yeah, and then Sideswipe wakes up and like you saved me. And this is, yeah, he starts crying. He's like, you saved me, Hotshot. Oh, I'm so scared. Thank you so much. And it's Hotshot's like, listen, I, I'm I'm never gonna leave anyone behind again. That ain't mean. That ain't me no more. I'm past that. I've I'm grown. Yeah. And uh, they they get back to the Autobot base. And my last note here is that after all of their experiences together, we've gone from Senpai to Dono, and it's time to take it to the next level. Uh, because what Stepper looks at a hot rod and says, thank you, Aniki. Yep. He calls him bro in the dub. Yeah. And, 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 and Hotshot's like, oh, hey, bro, what's all this bro business? That's a little fast. Like, but I, Hotshot's just like, I consider you family now. And then he chases him around the base. Yeah. Love me, love like, oh, me. The- Why don't you love me? And uh, and Alexis is like awakens from her like gaming feud. It's like I got the high score. What's going on back there? But there's one more scene I want to talk about because it's up on the moon. Yes. And we cut out there. Megatron's like, well, you know, despite your side activities, I'm glad to have you here, Wheeljack. Despite everything, it's then, still you. And then it cuts to the reverse shot, and, and Wheeljack is sitting there looking very awkward next to a bandaged up thrust who says. You know, Megatron, I don't think we should let this guy join the team. He's fucking crazy. Look what he did to me. And and Megatron just tells him to shut up. Yeah, he's like, I refuse to let this guy join join the team. Uh, like, it, it's inconceivable. And I will protest it with my entire body. And Megatron's like, then do it. And Thress is like, okay, good talk. Welcome to the team, Wheeljack. Yeah, he's like he. When I say he's he's literally bandaged up, his arm is in a sling, his fucking cone head is in a like a like a cast. Robots, folks. Yeah, he's, I, but it's really good because he's saying, "I was like, look what he did to me." And, and Megatron just tells him to go be quiet, Thrust, and he Thrust just goes, mm, uh, "Oh, okay," and that's the last you hear of him. <laughs> Thrust is gonna go post about that on his vent account. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, uh, uh, what I like is that Alexis, like, comes out of her gaming fugue state and goes, man, I, maybe I should cut down on the gaming, I get way too into it. Which makes me think she will be an esports celebrity at some point. That's how she gets the votes to be president. <laughs> the world's first, <laughs> Alexis D. Dang, the world's first gamer president. Uh, yeah, she's not the world's first, first woman president, she's the first gamer girl president. Exactly. So that's the episodes. We've got our we got Wheeljack here, we got Sideswipe here. Like I said, this is basically um the the endpoint of the cast. There's like a couple more uh characters who show up briefly, but for the most part, this is who we're working with. Yeah. Um it's interesting how much Thrust has become the go to Decepticon villain for episodes. Like I feel like I haven't seen much of Demolisher, Starscream, or Cyclonus at all lately. Yeah. Like, we see Starscream at the end of this episode, but he's straight up not in the first one, I don't think. They're, like, he's in the background, they're maybe. so 2000 and late. Yeah, it's time, it's, it thrust, it's time for Thrust to take the fucking spotlight. But don't, Starscream fans, don't you worry. We've got some things coming up. Yeah, stay tuned, because shit's gonna get real wild with him very shortly. Yeah, Christ. 
Anyway, Love that we, guy. Got, we got questions. Yahoo! Uh, we have one on Twitter, actually. Okay. It is from Stephen at Marshmallow, who asks, For any job that you've had, which Transformer would you want as your co-worker, as your boss? Those are two separate questions. <sighs> okay. I would not want Thrust as either. I would want... Megatron is my co-worker for when I worked in publishing because he at least is interested in literature. That's true, he is. Uh, He's a poet. Yep. And then for my boss, I think Rung would be a good boss in any situation. Yeah, he seems like he's got his head on his shoulders. Well, haha, sometimes he doesn't because he got it blown off by Fortress Maximus. Um, He's fine though. He lived. I think. I I think Ultra Magnus would also be a good boss, probably. I think he'd be too micromanaging. Mm, probably, but I think yeah. Uh, but yeah, so I would say I would say Rung at, for my boss in any situation. I'd say Megatron for my coworker in, um, publishing, and then since I've moved to the non-profit world, um. So I work specifically in Jewish nonprofits. So maybe like Sunstreak, uh, uh, sorry, not Sunstreaker, um, <laughs> Sunstorm would be fun. So get that religious angle in for. Uh, You'd get a lot of religious angle with Sunstorm. Yeah, all right. get that religious angle in with Sunstorm, or 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 maybe like Drift. Drift has some of that like good good uh, religious. Right, hey. he's like a spiritual Yeah, really guy. spiritual guy. And, um, I don't know, probably like, maybe like Beachcomber or Hound, just because I think they would have a good grasp on the work I actually do. Well, Beachcomber would give you that good, good stuff, too. You get that nice weed. Yeah, well. He grows it. It's not weed related, but it is like very hippie shit. So I think like. It, that That's, it's just, that's just sort of a perk of knowing Beachcomber. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he just gives you a fucking. Like a like a vacuum bag full of the stuff. Oh, this... It's like the size of a baby. Yeah. For me, I don't know. I feel I worked I worked in retail a lot in uh you know when I was younger. I feel like I'd want Ratchet because we could you know bitch about customers behind the 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 in the break room. Plus, he he seems like he knows what he would do, he'd be doing. He's a wise guy. Obviously, all, most of this is being pulled from the IDW uh, one incarnations. Um. My boss, my pop filter fell off when I said that. My pop filter is anti, uh, I'm just going to leave it off. I'm not going to bother putting it back on. It'll take too long. It's a, it's a union mic. It's a union mic. Doesn't want to support any boss talk. Um, ah, geez, boss, Starscream. Really? You want to take commands? You want to take orders from Starscream? I think Starscream would let me get away with a lot of shit. I think Starscream would be able to, like, fudge, cut some corners, fudge, fudge some numbers if, you know, he doesn't care about the bottom line. He just cares about stuff getting done at the end of the day. I don't know, man. As someone who uh, worked for an abusive boss, I don't trust like that for Starscream. <laughs> now, of course, he would be arrested about three months into my stint at the at the at the job for like some form of fraud. So 
You know, it would Un- be a short-lived working relationship, but it would be an interesting Un- one. Unrelated to the, the job. It, it's pro- Oh, yeah, uh, completely yeah. unrelated. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, and let's see, uh, <laughs> I like this second one. Unrelated, but if you were a mob boss, which Transformer do you trust to make a made man? Cyclonus. Yeah. Cyclonus is, like, kind of stupidly loyal. And Soundwave. Yeah, sound, man, yeah, Soundwave, perfect mafia lieutenant. Yeah, sound Quiet, I, I mean, that, loyal, knows where to hide a body. That literally is Soundwave in basically every incarnation. Has a bunch of goons. Has a bunch of goons? Yeah, no, Soundwave's, Soundwave is the perfect choice. Yep, actually, I, I do change my answer to Soundwave. A lot would get done if Soundwave were around here, I'll tell you what. Uh, how about you take us through these Discord questions? Okay, sure. Uh, let me find the right com link. Stop. Okay. Um, from Cash Casarachnia. Any cool variations of three kids in a trench coat that y'all have seen, like in real life? I've never seen that in real life, and I'm struggling to think of a, like, interesting, uh, depiction of it in fiction. I mean, I think the classic one for me is E.T. Oh, yeah. Like, any any sort of disguising an alien or robot or whatever as a human is, that's a good bit. That never gets Yeah. Um... Which human sidekick of the Autobots would hold up best in a home alone situation, Carlos? Really? You think so? Uh, just because he has that energy. Yeah, sheer dumb luck. I think I think Carlos is the most evil of the five of them. Yeah, he would he would make the like uh like the the fucking nail on the on the stairway yeah. trap. Yeah. The, there's something there's there's a dark side. There's a deep darkness in Carlos. That's why he and Red Alert get along yeah. so well. Yeah. There's that there's that sort of a sort of dark side to them. Um yeah, I mean, if we extend this to all of them, we actually I think we do have a textual answer to that. Um Sorry Sumdak. Oh yeah. has a home alone-esque episode. Yeah, that's true. Uh, where she does fight two robots heavily inspired by uh, Joe Pesci and uh, fuck with the other guy, Daniel something really, but like she literally does a Home Alone and and quite well. Yeah, pretty good. Uh, barring that, uh, I would also say probably Spike Quickwicky would probably do pretty well just because he's a mechanic. Yeah, and his head is protected at all times. So. Um, and then finally from Cass, uh, thoughts on human minds being transferred into Cybertronian bodies bad. Don't do it. Never works, never works good. <laughs> Don't do it. Don't, l- look at Headmasters and see how that works out for you. Let me, uh, let me just, uh, point you to a little guy named Hunter and his buddy Sunspeak. Yeah, yeah, the two best friends in the world and the fun times they have together. And of course, there was that entire fucking episode in G1 where Spike got hurt. They put his mind into his Cybertron body and he, like, had a horrible existential crisis about yeah, it. Yeah, or, or you can just play the video game Soma. Yep. Uh, like, listen, there's just... They are not compatible in, in, in that way. They can share a consciousness, like, you know, with a certain headmaster uh, variations in fiction... But you never want to put the the brain in the robot. Doesn't work. Goes bad all, at, at any at all junctions. Yep. Um. Okay. From Hornmeister Scream Hornmeister, is there a transformer who would be comfortable to live in? Like maybe one that turns into some kind of camper slash RV. Which character from Armada would you choose to live in? 
I mean, like Skyfire is a shuttle. Yeah, but that's not really come like that's on like that's like a trans. He's good for transportation. But I don't know if he would like yeah live in him. Um, I have an answer, but it's animated spoilers, so I won't say. <laughs> Fair enough. And as for Armada Transformers, honestly, tidal wave, smokescreen's interior. That's cheating. He's too big. No, I guess it's not. Could. It's not cheating. But, tidal wave rules, uh, and I I would live. I would live in my houseboat. Which one? These three different houseboats. Yeah, so I switch between them. I have a y- a fleet of yachts. What do you want from me? Hell yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, Smokescreen's interior looks surprisingly plush in that one episode, honestly. Like, for a fucking construction crane, it looked pretty comfy. Yeah, it wasn't bad. Uh, I gotta I I hang out with Smokescreen, you know. I'm trying to- are there any, like- camper rv transformers not that i can think of there's got to be at least one somewhere in there not that i can think of. i'll do research yeah see, see, see what you come up with fucking winnebago tron um <laughs> would he be an autobot or a decepticon or would he be a uh well a, with, a, a with, with tron it would be decepticon that's true um from overlord bunny what clothes do you associate with each Transformer? Like, would Optimus wear a jean jacket? So I actually um, associate Optimus with um, a bomber jacket. Yeah. Um, I, uh, like a bomber jacket, like a trucker cap. Or like, or, or like almost a varsity jacket, actually. Like, I, I always have him, like, in my head, with, it's like football captain attire. That definitely fits for animated Optimus, yeah. for sure. Um, but like a bomber jacket, yeah. Hot shot. Um, ever since in IDW, they just had Rodimus's Hollow Matter Avatar literally be Judd Nelson <laughs> in the Breakfast Club. Yeah. Uh, all all the hot rods and Rodimus's are Judd Nelson to me. Um, there's that the fucking uh the the Megatron Hollow Matter Avatar of the like sexy evil gentleman is very funny. But I don't really associate that with most Megatrons. Yeah, I I, I associate Megatron with, like, sharp military uniform. Yeah, like a fucking, like, well-kept dress uniform with a bajillion medals on it. Yeah. Starscream is a glove with a hidden uh, knife in it. That's what I associate with him. Um, Starscream is all stilettos, baby. Oh, yeah. That's uh, the the biggest thing I associate with with Starscream are stiletto boots, um, especially in Prime. Yes, well, where they just gave him stiletto boots. Very funny stuff, folks. Stupid, sexy Starscream. Um, yeah, obviously, I don't know, like a hard hat for fucking smokescreen and Armada. Yeah, um, hard hat and a big cigar. I feel like smokescreen should be able to smoke fat stogies, <laughs> like cup. Yeah. With his fucking Saigars. Fucking hate this shit. Excellent. Excellent stuff. Um, I mean, I, I, I associate Ratchet with Scrubs. Obviously. Um. Or, you know, a, a smock covered in blood from his death trap that he makes. In this one, anyway. Still Scrubs. Yep. Just, just, just well-used Scrubs. Yeah. Listen. Well-worn. And what about it? Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Anything else? Oh, this next. No, I think that's about okay. it for, for clothes. From Spike. Uh, Spike McLean. 
what Decepticons would you want as a coworker? We kind of already answered this. Uh, I said I said Starscream was my boss, not my coworker. That's true. Different different relationship. There. Um, I I would want Swindle as my coworker just because I think he'd be funny. Oh my god! I think he'd be really funny. <laughs> Oh, fuck, that'd be really good. Yeah, Swindle. Because, like, so many of them would be the worst to hang out with. Swindle, at least I could go into, like, a break room with and know he has a flask on him at all times. But it'll cost me to drink maybe. from that flask? Impossible, impossible to say, but I could do maybe, it. Uh, maybe IDW Thundercracker. We could just talk about movies. Yeah. Hang out. He showed me pictures of his dog. <laughs> Skywarp would also be fun. God, but it would be really funny if, it, if Thundercracker and Skywalk are your co-workers and Starscream's all of your bosses. What a terrible trine. Jesus. Terrible. God. Uh, Skywalk just pulls a bunch of fucking workplace pranks. That's what he does. Yeah. Uh, well, I, 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 I would hang out with Thundercracker. He's like one of the few Decepticons I would buddy up with. Yeah. The, he, Thundercracker's just nice. I like Thundercracker. He's just nice. He's just a, he's just a good boy. Soundwave would. He watched all of television and said, "Wow." Soundwave would also be a good coworker. Yeah, because he's quiet. Yeah, he'll he'll leave you alone. Yeah, if nothing else. But you know, the problem with Soundwave is what do we know that Soundwave likes to do. Spy on people. Collect blackmail. Yeah. Well, I mean, he would he would know everything about you just from watching. But he's also always on the side of the proletariat. That's true. So I think he would use that against the boss, not against me, his coworker. Um. And then as a follow-up to that from Overlord Bunny, which Autobot would be the worst customer? Whirl. I actually... It's Whirl. Uh, I actually think uh, Hot Rod would be. Yeah, I mean, there are so many Autobots Rodimus, who would be terrible customers. Rodimus would Most suck. of them are on the Lost Light. Um, um, yeah. Uh, like, classic Sunstreaker? Mirage would be terrible, holy shit. Uh oh, man. Mirage would be the guy Mirage who fucking suck shit. brings up his... Brings up his food order five different times as he finds something new wrong yeah. with it. And he's like, I'm, I'm going to give you a poor Yelp review for this. Yeah. God damn it. I just, just want to go home, man. I, work, I get paid like $3 an hour is bullshit. Yeah. I don't care. Yeah, no, Mirage would be, Mirage would be the worst. That's, that's, I'm putting that down. Mirage would be the worst. Yeah, Mirage. Just, just a horrible, horrible man. And then, finally, from Casey Cosmotector, what funny disguise do you don to get into an establishment? Um, I wear my, um, straight pride pins. <laughs> How do you do, federal, federal heterosexuals? Uh, hot dog suit. Oh, actually, I, I just wear my she, her t- name tag or whatever. <laughs> uh, so everyone's like, yes, I am a cis. Hello, everyone. Hello, everyone. It's me, the cisgender person, <laughs> Audrey. As you can see from my <laughs> pronouns, not that pronouns. As you can not see that, from my name tag. Not that pronouns, the mark gender, but... Yes. Uh, I would simply uh, pass every charisma check with flying colors. I can get it anyway. I, I can get into the fucking uh, fucking missile base if I wanted to. I can just like flash a uh, like a fucking uh, like buy one get one free snow cone card and say I have the security clearance and uh, they'll just let me through. It's fine. 
Actually, no, it's Scratch or Mark's glasses. I gotta go with the classic. Oh, yeah. Those can get you in anywhere. And I think that's cuts. it. We have been prime cuts. Uh, remember, everyone, never work for Starscream or work with Skywarp. It's just not a. It's just not a background to run with. Uh, just avoid Skywarp. Part, unless you're a rock and roller. Just and yeah, just sort of give him a wide berth. Uh, we uh, we're on the noise space dot x y z network. That's right. It's Canadian. Um, like I am. We can find <laughs> we can find all sorts of shows on there. Uh, if for any any anything you want, you got, you got like Gundam. Oh, God, oh God, goes into Wow, cool robot. You like the the DC extended universe or hate the DC extended universe? Go listen to Zero to Zero. Like uh, horror movies, got fear baiting right there. It's got everything. What more could you need? You don't need another. You don't need another podcast network and if i see you using another one there will be consequences not that we have good friends who podcast and at least two other networks don't worry about it that's fine because we have connections to them so you know that, uh, podcasting is very corrupt use. yeah if you, you use another network uh you're unforgivable I will have we're different i I will have Soundwave, my, my, my enforcer Soundwave, send his small angry men to punch you in the kneecaps. And they punch really hard. Anyway, you can find me on Twitter at DragonSmoocher, uh, where I'm posting about all sorts of things. Uh, and you can find some of my other projects in various places, like uh, the the finished podcast with my friend Jane uh, on the 2018 Shira Netflix show that's called the podcast of power you can find that at podcast of power on twitter uh you can find our next project which should be rolling you know spinning up pretty soon since the game is going back on sale next week uh at uh Heidelin radio on twitter radio free Heidelin, the comprehensive uh final fantasy 14 companion podcast and i'm also on uh disney minus at disney minus on t- uh, at disney minus pod on Twitter, where I am uh, just sort of desperately crawling my way through the muck of the mouse. Uh, the latest episode will be on Freaky Friday, but unfortunately, I'm not on that one because uh, when I woke up in the morning to record, my headphone driver deleted itself. So, you know. Neat! It does that sometimes. Thanks, Windows Updates. You're so useful. Thanks, Bill. Thank You made a great product here, Mr. Gates. Um, That's me. cool. I'm, I'm Audrey. You can find me on Tumblr and Twitter at Optimum on Prime, which is my funny robot internet joke. You can also listen to the other podcast that I do. It's called Pod of Greed. It's also on the Noise Space Network. It's about Yu-Gi-Oh! where we're in season three of GX. People are dying and it's great. Um, it's normal. And you're almost coming oh. up to the part that they was too violent. They literally couldn't dub it. Um, I also recently guested on a friend's of uh, Pot of Greed, uh, Dirk Dammit, aka Jordan, uh, podcast called Mission Ignition, which is about a very, po- very poorly made uh, 90s series called Vampires. Which is about it was like a it was sort of like a Power Ranger show, but instead of turning into Power Rangers, the teen heroes turn into cars. Oh hell yes! And it's called Vampires, 
and they have to defeat evil vampires. And all the, like, vampires are really bad CGI. So it's like if, like, Power Rangers met Beast Wars, and it's all bad. It's all very bad. So I was on an episode of that, which you should check out. And um, that's me. So I guess uh, until next time, I am going to uh, go down, down, down into a burning ring of fire, transform and roll out. I am going to transform, lead the uh, the sort of wacky, uh, blundering bandits pursuing me into a brutal trap of my own making, causing, you know, like, a, I don't know, a fucking frying pan full of bacon grease to fall on their heads or something. And then I will laugh and roll out. Peach. Peach. Peach.